This week's episode, we have Michaela Marklin. She writes, she shares, she speaks, she ministers, she loves, and ultimately just tries to meet people where they're at. She hosts her own podcast, The Empowerment Project, is an Advent YouTuber and keeps a blog, MichaelaMoglin.com. She is an occasional guest speaker or an analyst, but more regularly, she can be found serving her church, leading worship, leading youth, and leading the media team. Here's our conversation with Michaela, all about how to physically, spiritually, and provisionally thrive. You are listening to the You and I podcast, a lifestyle podcast working to create a passionate and thriving community who inspire and inspire in all aspects of life. Here are your hosts, Ozzy and Caro. So we are so excited to have Michaela on our episode today. Welcome to the UNI podcast, Michaela. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited, so honored, a little bit nervous. It's my first time um, <laughs> as a guest on a podcast. Normally, I'm on the other side of this, so this should be fun. I hope this should be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm excited. This is going to be good. I can feel it. It's going to be a blast. I'm excited. Okay, we have a couple of questions for you, but first we want to say happy belated birthday. Yes, oh happy belated. Thank you guys so much for remembering. <laughs> this is awesome. Wow, BFFs for life. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Running around all over the place per usual, but we love it. We're blessed. We're excited. God is good. And we're here. So I'm happy. Yeah, I was running around like from work trying to get home and like set everything up because I yeah. forgot that you guys are on Eastern <laughs> time. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I messed up bad this time. So, no, we're good. All all is well. I'm really happy. Okay. So, we're really excited you're here. And we're kind of starting this new thing where we kind of ask a standardized icebreaker question. Mm. So, our question that we picked, and we'll see how it goes. But if okay. you could create a slogan for your life, what would it be? Ooh, that is on the spot. Just doing my best, probably. <laughs> that's probably that's all that comes to mind. I could probably be more creative if I think about it. But honestly, like slogan for my life, just doing my best. That's yeah. If I could see a commercial, at the end would go just doing our best. I feel that we were actually trying to we we're trying to rebrand our podcast name, and we're looking at names and it was kind of similar along that line of I don't remember the exact. It was like work in progress oh my or gosh, something yeah. similar to that. Yes. But yeah, I definitely feel, I definitely feel. I love work in progress. That's awesome. <laughs> Honestly. Um, could you please share with us your background and the story that has led you to where you are now? Oh, wow. My background. Honestly, I'm just a girl, again, doing my best. Um, I am a freshly 25-year-old. Honestly, I'm just serving the Lord. I'm just an average girl. Um, I met Jesus when I was 16, and my life pretty much turned around from that point on. Um, testimony is a whole nother thing. I think we will probably get into it, um, a little bit later unless you guys want me to go into it. But, um, honestly, I just started serving Jesus and honestly, he just, he turned my life around. He started opening doors and the more that I said yes to him, the more opportunity and things that started rising in my life. I went to more practically, I guess I went to Murray state, studied communications, um, love communications, love obviously talking with people and just like building a relationship with people. And and I think God knows that about me and he knows that I love to communicate. And so he led me to do the podcast. He's led me to 
be a keynote speaker. He's led me to write devotionals. He's led me to sit on panels and just continue to love people and tell people about how much he loves them. And so that's honestly just what I'm up to, what I'm doing (laughs) and just walking as God leads me. So yep, that's me in a nutshell. You mentioned that you met Jesus when you were 16. Yes. Was that around 2012? Yes. So yes, 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 that is around 2012. (laughs) So we are, we can totally jump into that. But um, yeah, it's pretty much the beginning of 2012 and the end of 2012 are pretty much night and day for me. So where would you say you were spiritually before 2012? girl like nearly non-existent spiritually I grew up like in a Christian home I grew up going to church I grew up Catholic for the most part we did Methodist kind of when I was littler but then as I grew up we transitioned to a Catholic church which was wonderful and I learned so many foundational things there but I think but Jesus never really like came alive to me I never really understood him for my own and so for me I I was not good. I was living in comparison, hated who I was, hated everything about myself. To put it lightly, I just was so wrecked by people's opinions of me, who I thought I was supposed to be, and just like living for the world, chasing worldly things and what people told me I should be chasing. I was sleeping with whatever, drinking whatever, doing whatever, Mm. whatever, whatever. And yeah, so I was like, obviously, none of that stuff is profitable. So I was not living my best life. I was living like my worst life I you know didn't deem myself worthy of anything of any sort of love and not to get heavy like right off the bat but that's where (laughs) that's where I was spiritually in 2012 so I guess we can't be non-existent spiritually but I was really in a dark place um, before 2012 if we want to be honest so but thankfully that's not my story anymore hey Ozzy here we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far we want us to take a little time to share with you anchor If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum of listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. In fact, we use Anchor to share our podcast. And love the convenience of it. We can get all our stats to help us better improve our podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And Jesus came in and uprooted the whole thing. So I have a question for you yeah. later, but um, I just coming from what you were talking about, what was like the spark in 2012 that kind of changed your mindset? Could you talk more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So... It was a little bit like everything. It's a little bit of a process, I think. So it started off with someone inviting me to church. And I was like, nah, that's lame. Like, shut up. Get out of my face. (laughs) So or they invited me to youth group. That's what was lame. Like, I was like, okay, I've been to church. And they're like, hey, you should come to youth group. And I'm like, okay, how about you? Mm, No. (laughs) Like, I was like, yeah, that's weird. So I was like, totally judgmental. And I was like, nah, that's 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 wild. And so he like kept on me. He's like, I promise it's not gonna be your thing. Just come once and see if you like it. And if you don't like it, then I won't bug you about it again. And so so I was like, okay, after denying this dude like 45,000 times, I was like, all right, I'll get him off my back. I'm going to go try out this youth group. And even up to that point, like I was like, I don't want to go. But I was like in such a blah place that I was just like, whatever, you know? So I went to this youth group and it was so wild because like the youth pastor, well, first of all, I could just see the community that they had and like how like 
um, I don't know, I could just tell there was, I recognized something in them. There was something in them that was just different, that was happy and that was like genuine and content. And I was like, what is this? Like, I've never mm. been around people that are happy and normal. Like, what are they on? And so um, I started like, I was listening to the first, uh, I don't even know what the lesson was on. I just remember how it like touched my heart. Like she was um, basically reading my journal. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is all stuff that I've like been felting, like been feeling. And I didn't know that like anyone else had, because everything like mostly for me, I had been super closed off to people about the way that I felt about myself or like if you would have known me, you wouldn't have known that I struggled with insecurity or that I hated myself or whatever. Like, um, but like mentally inside, like I was like, literally I was not surviving Mm. and so she was like just sharing all this stuff about how like the world won't ever satisfy us that we're all trying to fill this god-sized hole in our heart and etc etc you know the uh the full nine and I'm like wow that that (laughs) makes so much sense because that's what I've been trying to do like people tell you like hey come out with us hey do this with us hey you know, whatever. And like, nothing was satisfying me. And she's like, you like, it's Jesus. Like that is what everybody's searching for. They just don't know that's what they're searching for. And I'm like, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. Like, I, I, I okay, I get it. Um, but then, so I kind of like kept going cause I was trying to figure it out, but obviously I was still double-minded <clears throat> in the way that I was thinking. I was still slowly declining. I had heard this Jesus, but like I, I ha- still hadn't accepted him as my own. And so I was still slowly declining because I was still living my normal life and whatever. And of course, to no one's surprise, it still wasn't satisfying. So I was like in, I, I was... <laughs> I was I was suicidal. I had been self-harming. I wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping, was extremely depressed. So obviously I wasn't in my right mind. And again, we're just kicking it off super heavy. Awesome. So I was in bed one night and I was sitting there. I was laying there and I was just sobbing like normal. I was like, God, like you got to show up. You got to do something like this is this is it. If you don't do something, um, you know, I'm done. Essentially, like I was like, I don't I don't care. I'm finished. And that's just my story. I don't care. I'm, I'm done with it. So I crawled down to the foot of my bed and I just called out to him. And it was so wild because I had never known the presence of God. I didn't even know it could touch me like that. And I mean, it just completely flooded my room. And I was like, what is going on? I felt all, it was like he was waiting for those words to fall out of my mouth for him to just say like, for, for me to just say like, okay, God, like I'm letting you come into my life. Like, come and do what only you can do and he did like it was like he was waiting just at the edge of his seat like for those just to fall out of my mouth Mm -hmm. and he like just completely flooded my room um and I felt his presence and I didn't even know that's what it was but my spirit recognized it a place that I didn't know that I've been before but that I have been before because he is our origin that's where we come from like he we are made in God's image and so my spirit recognized him even though my mind couldn't comprehend what was going on so it might sound crazy to some people but I just wept at the foot of my bed and I was like I need to wake up different I can't keep feeling this way I fell asleep there at the foot of my bed just sobbing and I woke up the next morning and I looked in the mirror and not an ounce of self-loathing all I saw was just what God Mm. saw um and so it was it was radical and I think that the only testament for the fact that that was a real occurrence a real experience and a real encounter in my life was how my life changed after that otherwise I can't explain it I can tell people hey it happened hey I I encountered Jesus hey I met God but you know it was after the fact that people were like wow that had to have happened because nothing could have changed her the way that he changed her so that's my testimony and it's heavy but it is what it is no it's really great because i remember after i read your little your bio that you sent i was kind of going through it at first i was a little bit 
I was a little off. I was a little burnt out at the beginning of college, like yeah. this new semester. And I was like, I could not get myself back to where I need to be. Yeah. You could ask OZ probably every podcast we recorded till yeah. today. <laughs> I cried probably during every podcast. <laughs> yes. Recording, yeah, just talking about life. But after reading your testimony, I was like, okay, I need to retry this. I am wow. Catholic. I need to go back to where I came from. I need to go back to my roots. And I just wow. sat there before I started doing my homework because I was trying to find some motivation to get it done. I prayed. Wow. And yeah. then, like, ever since then, I've had the motivation to keep on going. Wow, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. I didn't wake up. I'm I didn't like wake up right like, now. I don't want to go to class right now. Yeah. I didn't wake up like, oh, I want to drop out right now. I right. just, like, kept on going. Yes, so yes. And that's your story is very motivational in that Aww. sense, and I just want to say thank you for it. Oh, my gosh. And that's God. I love that because he'll take wow. things that he knows we need to hear and he'll use them to benefit us and profit us. Exactly. And he works everything together for our good. And so even things that we don't he expect really for him to be in, he's in. And he 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 cares about the fact that you didn't want to wake up and go to school. Like, he cares about that. And he's like, you know what? She needs to hear this, you know. And so I, I love that so much about him. He's in the details. Absolutely. I love that. Exactly. Well, I just want to wow, say we really thank you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, so back to my program mm. question I was actually supposed oh, to ask you. Going back into maybe like your like your typical day, like yes. your current life, how does your daily life illustrate your journey in faith? Absolutely. The way that I love people. Because if you knew me before mm. Jesus, girl, I wasn't acting like that at all. Um, like it's completely night and day. Like people who, who like see me now and like remember how I was in high school, they're like, or when they hear that like she has a Christian podcast or she's doing this or she's ministering, people are like, what the heck? Michaela and Monchman? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, dude. Because <laughs> I mean, like I was hateful. I was, I hated authority. I hated boys. I hated, like I was just, I was manipulative and condescending. Um, like I was mean to girls. Like I was anything to keep me from being a victim in someone's life. I was that. Um, and so, I think honestly like just the way that I love and that I serve like I want to be known for my integrity I want to be known for the way that I love and the way that I treat people like I want people to recognize that about me now and and so like that's just I, I would say how it's illustrated in my life is just the way that I love and the way that I serve because that's just a testimony of God's faithfulness and, and how he can work in people's life because like I said it's night and day if you guys are to sit here and talk to me how I was like I'd be yeah. like whatever so it's just it's funny <laughs> but i think that 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 the way that i love is probably the most daily form of sharing jesus i remember when you said that you woke up one morning and you just looked in the mirror and you never felt all of that anymore mm -hmm. so a question building off of that is how do you get validation in yourself from your faith Oh my gosh. Okay. So even after I woke up like that, even after that happened, girl, you better believe they came back. Like, it's not like, um, oh, you know, like Jesus, Jesus, he does come in and he changes your life, but it's like, you gotta be yeah. persistent. You gotta like, can you gotta yes. continue to condition yourself with the things that he's taught you. So for me, it's like, I got, I conditioned myself to live in a place of validation, but now I fight offensively from the things that are coming to invalidate me. So I sit in this place of validation. And then as soon as I have a thought or I hear something from somebody that invalidates what God has already told me, I cut it off at the roots. Like I cut it off, I cut it down, I get it out of my head and like, okay, so we heard that, we had that thought, we might've stood on it for just a second, but no more, it's not allowed in my 
my head because that's not what God mm. says about me. So it's constant conditioning of my thoughts about myself, what people say about myself, because people are going to come against you. People are going to have negative things to say about you. And even if they don't, you're going to make things up in your head. There's going to be things that come to your mind that you're like, well, they're probably thinking yeah. this. And it's like, but is that true about you? And it's like, no, that's not my heart at all. And it's like, then get it out. Like, you know, whatever. It's like, there's a difference between like a conviction thought, a conviction, a convicting thought and a condemning a condemning thought yes a a condemning thought thought, and a convicting (laughs) thought there was like nine different ways i wanted to say that but yeah so there's (laughs) such a difference between that and so if it's a condemning thought i'm immediately like no that invalidates me because god's never going to invalidate who he says that i am like his promises are forever his promises are concrete he's Mm. never going to be like you're not loved you're not beautiful you're not whatever and so it's like if that invalidates me i cut it out i immediately cut it so I I worked to get myself in this place of validation one of the ways that I did that was so like I said my mirror was probably my biggest battlefield in my whole life. Like I would just sit there before Jesus, like I would sit there and be like, oh my God, I hate this about you. Like I would be like, this sucks, this sucks, mm. this sucks. Um, And it was almost like, it, it almost satisfied me for a moment. Like it was like I was getting on board with everybody else hating me. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, now I'm one of them, yeah. you know, because I hate me too or whatever. And so I got to this point where I sat down and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, um, even if I had thoughts that were still rising up, um, I would ask God, like, you know, show me what you love about me. I need you to point something out. I need to hear it from you in specific. So I would sit there in front of the mirror. Um, and to my surprise, he never, I mean, he did say things that were physical, but those weren't the first things on his mind. Like it was all things about my heart and, you know, the way that I loved and mm. how, you know, vulnerable I was with people. And um, so like he just starts bringing these things out. And so I make sure to write them down. Um, anytime God speaks anything over me, I write it down, whether it's a song that comes to your mind, whether it is just a word or a Bible verse or whatever about who he says that you are, write that down because that's a way of honoring what God says about you. And then you can go back to that validation whenever you're feeling invalidated. Yeah, that really spoke to me. I feel like I don't think it's necessarily Mm. external pressures that are invalidating me, but more self Mm -hmm. myself and the things that I do, like the habits that I have that I'm still trying to break. And I always forget that, yes, I'm I'm in a relationship with God. I'm in love with Jesus, but I'm still in, I'm still in that journey. I'm still in that battle. And I, I feel like I forget that I'm still in that battle and when tough things come, when, you know, I succumb to things, I kind of just shut down, don't read my Bible for like two weeks, don't do anything. And then like something triggers me, I come back in and then another maybe like month and then I feel like for me, it's definitely. Well, that I think cycle. the thing to remember too is that it's not like it's not like it's gonna one day you're just gonna be like, oh, completely cool. Like everything, I've completely yeah. overcome everything. It's not necessarily like a conquering as much as it is learning how to combat it. So it's like as long as you you've got mm. your weapons and you know who you are, so it's like you just need to learn how to fight now. Um, and so it's just a consistent like battle, but you're completely equipped. Um, and so it's not like oh, I've got to get to this point or like everyone else has figured out how to completely love themselves because it's not that. It's just now you've now you've got the, the the weapons to fight back okay so I want to kind of I know you talked about you working in communications and I kind of want to go into maybe like your profession yes. where of your professional professional life. do you ever feel conflicted when it comes to your work and your faith and maybe balancing the two doing um, the two so I think okay so when it comes to conf- conflict um I was on my walk with Jesus before getting my job and so or like even before like knowing what I was going to go into I have felt conflict actually you know what I'm going to switch up my answer just a little bit so I went to school for communication one of the first (laughs) internships that I did was with a newspaper so modern day media (laughs) 
can be a little bit slimy if you know what I mean so um, there are times when stories come out that you're like man that's like sad like I don't want to like or like you know maybe it's kind of like maybe a little backhanded or a little you know like slanderous but not really because they can get sued for that so you got to be like strategic about it (laughs) so like I'm like man these stories are like yeah not fitting with who I am as a Christian and so I was like okay so this isn't for me so I knew from then I knew what it was like to work in a place that conflict that did conflict with my faith and so from then I knew like I needed to consult with Jesus before I made my decision rather than asking him to bless the decision after I made it and so when it came to searching for my job like I was like all right you got to be in this with me and so actually like so my job now no because um I work for an agency that provides services for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We do a lot of amazing things for the community through our food pantry, through counseling, substance use. I mean, like we are like out here doing ministry just without the name. So which is yeah, wonderful, I which like is that. wonderful. And I think that's what our whole life can be. Um, but when it comes specifically to my job, no. But I think with me, it's like I, like I said, with my decision, um, but I will work to avoid any conflict. Because but first and foremost, I'm a Christian. I'm a servant of Jesus, period. But and then after that, I know that God will bless me as long as I'm faithful to that, he'll find a job where there is, there doesn't have to be this huge conflict. I mean, with anything, yeah. there's going to be some sort of, you know, cause Christianity isn't this huge, like rave going on in the United States of America, you know? So, um, you know, you got to like figure it out, but like just recently, probably about six months ago, I got a job offer from somebody and they doubled my salary. They wanted me and they were like, girl, we want you. And so I was like, all right. So I went in for an interview and I was like chatting with them they told they asked me like what kind of stuff I like to do I'm like oh you know I love to do ministry blah 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 I do that a lot on the side like Wednesday nights I'm teaching youth I'm at worship practice blah 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 and they're like okay well you know probably if you take on this job like you you probably won't have time to do as much ministry and stuff and I was like ah okay slow slow your roll and I was like okay so this isn't from God because I know that a job that's coming from God this open door and I think that's another thing with Christians like we think every open door is from God not every open door is from God. And so wow. you got to you got to keep your guard up and, and be checking and discerning everything. And I'm like, OK, would God ask me to step back on on this on ministry? And I was like, no, I know he's called me to do this. So I'm like, OK, regardless of the money, regardless of the convenience, regardless of it all, I got to turn it down. If it's going <laughs> to cause conflict. And so I think when it comes to that stuff, being obedient, listening to the voice of God and knowing what he's called you to do and having confidence to step out and make that decision and knowing that he's going to bless me later. Um, and not that I'm doing it like, Oh, he's going to bless me huge. It's just like, you know, that's where my security is in. And I, I know that like, you know, regardless, um, of what comes or what I let pass, I know that God's on my side and he's going to hold me within that. So Thank you. Yeah, I love that. Is that kind of, was is that what you would say, like, your pursuit of Jesus looks like? Like, what would you say your pursuit of Jesus looks like? Mm, honestly, yeah, pretty much, I would say. Um, I think for me, um, it's just waking up and saying yes to Jesus. It's honestly just intentionality. Like, I wake up every single day, and I'm like, okay, today's another day to say yes to Jesus. And whatever he's asking me to do, no matter how hard, no matter how simple whatever I'm gonna say yes and I like any yeah. relationship like a friendship or, or a relation or an intimate relationship you know you wake up and you say yes to putting an effort to this relationship and it's no different when it when it comes to to Jesus I think that's that's my constant pursuit is living intentionally and just waking up and saying yes because it's not just this 
I don't know, overall, um, general, whatever. Like, yeah, we've got the handbook or whatever, but, you know, like the Bible. But, like, when it comes, like, real life yeah. circumstances, <laughs> it's just like, you know, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do my best. And I'm just going to say yes. If I feel like he's t- telling me to do something or calling me to do something, I'm just going to say yes. And sometimes those yes leads to scary places, but it's all places that he wants us to grow. So... I I think mm-hmm. if correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you're juggling a lot with from your ministry to the podcast, work, yeah. everything. So <laughs> how are you able <laughs> how are you able to take time for yourself and your relationship with God and what practices do you um do you yeah. take? Um in so doing I that? think definitely it is again intentionality. That's one thing that I preach to all my listeners and stuff i'm like be intentional bye no i'm just kidding um, but i think that's probably <laughs> the biggest thing is being intentional um about working about centering your life around god because he essentially is going to give us enough time like i pray like i'm like god give me enough time to do everything that i need to do um you know help me to prioritize what it is that i need to do but then when it comes to spending time yeah. with him there are a bunch of different ways and I pretty much lump into my alone time into um, spending time with God. Like, so if I get a moment of solitude, I'm not really alone. And if people who know me, they know that I love my alone time. Like I can be bubbly and whatever and whatever, but I'm like, I'm going to be a dried up weed if you guys don't leave me alone and I get some alone time. So I have to be very like adamant <laughs> about that. But for me, like my alone time and my time with God is pretty much the same thing because even if, if I'm getting a massage or whatever, sometimes I'll put headphones in and just listen to worship music and just you know it inwardly like talk to god just pray and, and be with him whatever sometimes it's intentionally sitting down and opening up my bible and and you know letting in, soaking in his word and just dwelling in him and letting you know revelations or whatever that and i have a chronological bible that i love and so i use that sometimes i use my regular about my study bible sometimes but also sometimes it's just me sitting and listening to worship music grabbing my journal and just writing and sometimes like for me what really helps me is like sometimes when we sit down and journal we write dear god or dear jesus or whatever or we'll like write pour out our hearts i'm like i'm feeling so down and, and whatever and i do that but sometimes if i'm wanting to hear something spe- specific from him i'll write dear mckaylin and then just let him speak to me um and it, and it quickly changes the narrative so that i can then start hearing from him and it, it blows my mind the stuff that i yeah it blows my mind the stuff that he starts speaking because it just wow. it kind of takes you off guard and you sit down and you read it and you're like i would never say that you know and whatever and so sometimes it looks like that sometimes wow. it's just riding alone in my car turning on worship music on my way to work and and i think that you know if we get like caught up in like well my my quiet time always has to look like this and i have to read the bible every single day don't get me wrong i'm not saying don't read the bible but if you don't get to it doesn't mean you can't spend time with jesus like you know talk to him in moments of solitude sometimes in our day the literal only time we get is when we're sitting on the toilet no one's talking to us and i'm like lord help i don't know what's going on i'm like sitting there on the toilet you know he knows us top from bottom whatever (laughs) so i'm like oh my gosh you know sometimes it's literally sitting on the toilet and i'm like lord i need help or whatever and so i mean seriously so it's like (laughs) just taking those moments of solitude doing the dishes whatever so spending time with him and i've noticed that like you know self-care and stuff is so so important but i've learned that like i need it less not not less mental health is so so important but if i am like if I'm poured into, if God has been pouring into me, I get drained less easy. And so I don't need it as often. So when I have moments of solitude yeah. or whatever, I'm really intentional about just going to the father, just letting him talk to me, talking with him, sharing my heart and 
that's pretty much it. Yeah. I think you can be really creative with spending time with God. If you look at the moments that are really like moments of solitude, right? Maybe you're scrolling through your phone or whatever. You can just pop out your journal and, and just yeah. let him start speaking to you. Thank yeah. you for that. I remember in your bio and also just from talking to you, you mentioned a lot about giving to other people and like pouring into other people and like helping them within your ministry. And I just wanted to know, how do you how do you make yourself available for others in need while you're juggling all these other aspects of your life? Yeah. So this has actually changed a little bit. Um, I've had to set up some boundaries with this because I think that I've worked so hard to make myself available. Um, and God's like, pump the brakes, girl. Like you are like I was getting like burnt out or, or whatever. Cause like, and, and something too is like, I think you just like, you know, sharing that you're approachable and telling people like, Hey, I'm here for you if you need anything. So I think like being intentional about making sure people know that you're available. But at the same time, then, then for me, I only look at my DMS from five until 10 and I only respond from five until 10 um because if and 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 sometimes it like I can see this is something I'm still working through is like feeling bad because if I'll get like a a message or something from a girl like 3 a.m and it's really long and she's heartbroken and I'm like but I'm not mentally there you know in order to provide any sort of like advice or help or godly advice not you know make advice if I haven't spent time with God or I'm not filled up or like I need to read that and soak on it and be like you know God how do I help her because I'm really intentional about about that and so I'll read that and I'm like okay God like what do you need her to know like what like what is her heart yearning for like speak to me about her I don't know her personally but like you know yeah. tell my heart what she needs to hear and then help me form formulate the words to to help her and so there's a lot of steps that go along with that. And so it's not just a quick, like, praying for you, girl. Like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's get to the meat and potatoes of it. Like, what's going on? You know, and so I yeah. think for me, like, I've had to kind of put up some boundaries. And what, even though it's just, like, timely boundaries, it has really helped me. Because before doing that, like, I was like, I would be at work and, like, have these messages. And I would feel so, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I need to respond. And, and it, was, it was just getting, like, really tired. Like, I was pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And, like, which is good like we need to serve but at the same time we need to make sure that we're taking care of otherwise we're not helping anybody we're we're, yeah like we are doing them a disservice we're doing us a disservice like we're doing god a disservice like not that we can like hurt his reputation or anything but it's like you know we need to be like plugged into him in order to know like what we need to say back so for me it's come down to setting up some boundaries um but again um i think at this point people know that i'm approachable that i'm here um and and I'm willing to help. So I don't know if that answers the question. I don't remember it, but. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does, Um, it does, yeah. You also said that you experienced some sort of burnout at some Mm -hmm. point. So how do you, how do you balance that aspect of your life? Like how do you get back on track after? Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. So I have experienced burnout. I would say I don't experience it super often, but when I experience it, I experience it really hard. Like, it's like, yo, I hit this wall so hard and I'm like, okay. throw the whole thing away. You know, like, I'm like, whatever. So um, burnout <laughs> is a real thing. I think the biggest, something that I that has really stuck out to me that's been kind of the biggest thing is remembering my why. And that's always something that channels something different in yeah. me. So, of course, the general why is to share the love of Jesus with with girls that I know need it and it kind of started off with just doing it for like younger me like some like I knew that I needed some so like I really just try to be someone that I know that I needed when I was in that 
stage or like that state of life. And so remembering my why is probably the most important thing because then returns like that desire and that drive and that alignment with Jesus. And then I think the other thing too, is it's just quick validation that I've been doing it in my own strength. And so as soon as I experience Mm. burnout, I'm like, okay, what was I trying to make happen? Like, what was I, you know, like working myself to death over, you know, what was I not giving over to God? What was I not, you know, letting him handle? And so then when I think like, I re like grasp the concept of that. I like regroup and I'm like, okay, God, first I repent. I'm like, I'm sorry if I was, you know, trying to take over this thing and like, you know, run with it in my own power or whatever. And so I'll do that. And then like, I give it back to him. Cause I'm like, you know what? We're cool. Like, you know, God's going to work this thing out. He's going to work all of it out. I know he's called me to do this. So remembering my why, remembering the validation that he's given me, um, that he's called me to do this and that I'm fully equipped to do this. And that, you know, another thing too, is like, you know, just because it's getting hard, is even more validation that I need to keep going because sometimes when we experience the most resistance is when we're about to see the biggest breakthrough and so I'm like all right you dig your heels in let's keep trucking because something's on the other side of this you know otherwise Satan wouldn't be trying to stop you so I'm like so I look at all of it kind of as motivation so sometimes I'll experience a burnout I'll have a little temper tantrum um you know but I won't pack my bags and stay there I'm like okay let's get back up on the horse whatever you know regroup take it to God repent sorry help me uh, let's move on i know you can handle it love you so much you know onward <laughs> i never thought of it like that like in terms of like burnout and mm-hmm. you like kind of that's the one of the biggest indicators God, that girl, that's a really good one. you've been doing too much you've been uh, doing too much of course you're tired yeah of course you're tired yeah god doesn't get tired like <laughs> never thought of it like yeah. that <laughs> very true true <gasps> Thank okay you. so number one i love the empowerment project so much, podcast guys. You're doing amazing with it. Um, so our question from that and around that is, what have you learned from working on the empowerment Girl, project? Girl, yes. And the okay, podcasting so world? probably, like, I would say, okay, and I, I've said this on the podcast a couple of times too, maybe, um, I don't know, um, just sprinkled in there a little bit. But I think one is consistency, how important consistency is. And it's really taught me to, like, kind of nurture something from the ground up. You know what I mean? And so I think, like, watching God's faithfulness through this whole thing yeah. has really been something that has, like, opened my eyes. Because, you know, you, you, you think, you know, you're like you're like god's faithful and but then when it's like when you get to actually watch it it's like wow he's so faithful and i like love watching him work yeah. and so i think you know being able to watch god's faithfulness having something to practice consistency on because i know he told me like you know once a week um like or one episode a week and i'm like okay i'm gonna hang tight to that and it's like that's it when i remember when i first started like i was like bro that's a long time that's a lot like i'm like what if one week i just don't want to do it you know what i mean like it's not like homework to where you can just be like you know it's like no you got to do it like people are like where's the episode and I'm like I don't know I got tired so I think like it's shown me a lot of discipline it showed me a lot of responsibility it's shown me a lot of consistency faithfulness and then I think also grace so you know I don't know if you guys have experienced this but sometimes there's just a podcast Mm. that you're like that sucked like that was like really bad and you're just like you gotta upload it anyway and it's like you know what it's like yeah (laughs) girl i know i know but you know it's like taking those moments and just like allowing yourself to have grace on yourself it's like you know what it's okay like god will use it for whatever he needs to use it for it has nothing to do with me and so it's really given me a lot of opportunity to show myself grace um and yeah and i think too just watching god's faithfulness with the girls that have like listened which i've loved like i've loved like 
hearing their stories or like they're yeah. girls that have listened to me from the beginning and I have no idea who they are and they'll like come into my Instagram they're like I've been listening for however long <laughs> and uh, and I'm like oh my gosh it's so great to meet you hi like That's it's just amazing. it's so crazy like watching God like just build those relationships and just like watching his faithfulness through it and so I think for me it's been so much more than um, just like a podcast but it's like watching God work and it's like having a front row seat to yeah. doing that it's really cool yeah so our the title of this podcast is um let me pull it up how to Ooh, physically yeah. spiritually and professionally thrive um so oh I guess god i'm sorry i haven't been talking too much the whole podcast <laughs> what tips oh no 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 no. we love this we love going so around and then mm-hmm. kind of like before the end Perfect. Or like towards okay the cool end, kind love of like that. sprinkle in what we're actually supposed to talk about <laughs> So what advice do you have in managing, you know, managing it all, your work, faith, fitness, friendships, podcasts, yes. just how, what tips do you have yes. for us okay. just so, handling all of that? Definitely fitness. I don't know. I can't help you a lot on that. I'm still figuring that one out. Honestly, I'm like, who has time <laughs> to get up at 5 a.m.? I do not. Honestly. I know. I know. Honestly, Here's Heather Lindsay. I thought I could do it, but I guess I can't. No. Okay. Okay, no, no, she's amazing. Okay, so she's a, um, I don't, she's, she's a woman of God, first of all, but she, yeah, she's a, she's a, um, speaker, pastor, preacher, you know, whatever. She's, um, Lisa, do you know Lisa Bevere? Okay, she's Lisa Bevere's spiritual daughter. So she, I was talking yes. to her the other day, and she was talking about discipline and how she gets up early Whoa. and goes to the gym, and she's got like three babies at home. And I'm like, oh, in what world? I don't get it. Like, and, and she's like, it's just discipline just, it takes time. Wow. So anyway, I'm trying to give myself grace on that. So I think the first thing when it comes to managing it all is give yourself grace. Like, Lord have mercy. We are so critical of ourselves, and we get so down on ourselves when we don't get to one thing. And it's like, sis, we are. you're doing your best. Like, you know, and it's like, God's not disappointed. Like, he loves your heart and your willingness yeah. to please him and how quick you are. So not to stress. First of all, it's definitely grace. That's something that I've had to work on a lot, too. But then I think the next thing is just inviting God into my schedule. Like, whenever I make my schedule, like, God's in it with me. Like, I'm like, tell me what my priorities are, and then that's what I'm going to focus on. Mm. Um, and so that that ends up being, like, essentially, like, my time management. Also, I do have help. <laughs> So I do, I do have help. So I have like this cause, because when it comes, I can schedule, I can schedule for sure, for sure. But when it comes to like, for some okay, reason, when it comes okay. to like appointments, keeping like knowing, planning ahead, I would say, um, or like knowing what I have coming up. I just need like reminders. So I've got one an amazing mm. friend that keeps track of my schedule. And she's like, listen, you got this coming up this week. And that's, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So I can't sit here and be like, I have it all figured out. I am perfect. Cause I'm not. <laughs> and so, of course, that method isn't going to work for everybody because some people can keep themselves on schedule, you know. But for me, sometimes I need that little reminder. And so finding out like what works for you, but also I think just being intentional about what God has asked you to do that week, asking him what is important to him. Of course, spending time with him is always going to be important. And then whenever he's laid on your heart to get done that week. So I don't know. Were you guys wanting like time management things or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so no, I just think, anything. Like, you're like any tip, like anything that is honestly. important to me is when I'm sitting down and I'm writing out my schedule for that for that month or that week or whatever I'm planning. Um, I invite God into it, and I'm like, "Show me what's important." And I write that down and then okay. give it to my girl. And she's like, this is what God told you to do. And I'm like, okay, then I'm going to do it. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of how that goes. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's juggling a lot. And a lot of, I'm sure you guys know yeah. this too, being in school, 
a lot of what you do, you got to do at the nighttime. And so it's like, you know, like, right. It's like, cause oh, like that, you got to yeah. keep doing you, you know, you're like, I got to go to school. It's like, I don't got, you know, like, I just got to make a living. So I'm like, I got to go to work. And so it's like the real fun doesn't start until like after, <laughs> after work. And I'm normally tired. And so, Exactly, ex- exactly. Like yeah, this like time, this you're like, okay, I gotta remember where we are why. now. <laughs> I gotta remember, like, dig deep, dig deep, and you're like, all right, I'm digging, yeah. I'm digging. And so <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think that's kind of what it comes down to is like, you just gotta be disciplined. You gotta have the right tribe around you. It's keeping you accountable, asking how things are going. I got another girl that I meet up with every month, and she's like, how are your goals? And I'm like, they are coming along, you know. So we and we keep each other accountable like that. So that's yeah busy but thriving whatever so a little bit more of a personal yes. question what are some of your favorite verses? oh yes okay so ah, i don't have them pulled up okay no we're good we're good we're good we're good okay so first one i think the <laughs> first one i have three um that are really kind of pretty much prevalent in my life right now probably the first one first peter three three through four your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as elaborate hairstyles or the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes rather it should be that of your inner self the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in god's sight i love this just because of like with my testimony i lived on the outside like yeah. I was, it was all about how i looked it was all about mm, whatever and i was like homecoming queen like i was like everything matters and it's like no like yeah. and so now i'm so adamant about being known about like what's on the inside because i know that's what blesses God's, God's heart. So, First Peter three three through four is one of my favorite verses. Probably just like a life verse, honestly, because it just reminds me to continue to work on the inside, um, because that's on your heart, because that's what God sees. And honestly, that's what other people see too. People aren't as easy to be mm. fooled as we think they are. And then um, the other one, first or Genesis. Oh Lord, we're stumbling all over the place. Genesis thirty nine one. Um, uh, <laughs> the Lord was with Joseph, so he he had success in everything that he did. I love this one because the story of Joseph is one of my very favorites. Um, just watching the life of Joseph, I'm like, yo that's wild just watch it's like just such a testament of god's faithfulness like just watching everything that he went went through like from the pit to the palace and just like where god had him and i'm like that's just so wild and so i love because when whenever this verse came about like joseph was literally sitting in prison for something he didn't even do and and it was like and even in prison he was successful and it's like is that success by the world standards heck no like no he's in prison that's not successful but he had no. success in everything that he did by god's standards and he was honored and he was he he continued he he had integrity and he like god sent him because he knew that he that that joseph would take god wherever he went and that's what i love that's what i want my model to be for my life like god send mm-hmm. me because i'm going to bring you along with me and you're going to get to have your way in this situation and so you know by by sending me it's like send yourself you know what yes. i mean and so it's like i love that verse something that I rest on because it's like even when things don't look like a success or it looks like a failure it's a learning experience and God's holding me in this moment and so yeah that's another one and then the other one is um Zechariah 410 man I'm just rolling off the tongue doing amazing it, do not despise small beginnings <laughs> and this one's so 
it's good it's good do not despise wow. small beginnings and i love this and this is really like um spoke to me just even with just like something like the podcast is like you can start with zero but that's when you get to watch god's faithfulness it's like something has to be small in order for it to get big and and it and, and, and you can't see god's faithfulness unless it starts to from grow, nothing yeah. you know what i mean because if you just walk up and it's like oh i've got all this stuff and it's like okay what hand yeah. did god have in that and so it's like even if things seem small go for it because that's when god can do his work and it's like so for me that's really spoke to just like my heart because i'm like you know this seems insignificant this seems whatever but it's like god is going to get to have his way in this and it's like don't despise it because because he's going to be able to grow this thing up and everyone starts out as a beginner no one wakes up and is a professional you know no one wakes up and is like i have always known how to do this it's like no everyone starts small everyone starts as a beginner so like don't despise it god is in the process and he's gonna see you through so his goodness his faithfulness all of it's in there and so i'm like you know what don't despise small beginnings even if something seems insignificant i'm like whatever keep trucking thank yes. you so much i love that i love those yeah, that girl. that's probably gonna be what my a, new favorite it sent some verse. chills down just now I was like, <laughs> oh wow wow i love that <laughs> No, it really did. It really yeah, did. Yes, don't like, this is like a spoke to yes, us as well. Absolutely, we're all on that boat. Awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. <clears throat> all right. So our next question is: Who do you? I mean, mm. we already talked. I feel like you dropped some some women, but who do you look up yes, to in the okay, girl I, boss? Heather Christian Lindsay. Community? I did drop that. Okay. Um, sh- I just uh got to interview her, which was wild. Again, another God thing, guys. Like, isn't that awesome? Whoa. Yes. I got to interview her on the, I sent, on I the sent podcast. I'll be listening. Like, you bet. And I was like, girl, I was like, oh my, I'm not trying not to yell on this microphone, but I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, she, she's so busy. <laughs> I'm like, the, t- the fact that she took time that God laid on her heart to take time to, wow. to talk with us. And it had nothing to do with me. I had, n- I had nothing to offer. Like, she's like, okay, yeah, whatever. So yeah. she comes on. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. she's so amazing. So I got to like talk with her, which was wild, um, which was so cool. But she is That's just such amazing. a fearless leader. Um, you can tell, like, even the podcast, like, sometimes her answers are so simplistic because she's just like, well, that's what the word says. And I'm like, <laughs> okay i'm like all righty ah! and um yeah i'm like okay same then i and guess you know what i mean because sometimes we can just like complicate things with like well but she said well but the worship leader but the pastor and it's like you know we can just get all wrapped yeah. up and all of a sudden she's like yo mm-mm, no yeah. and i just love that she is just so she's so sold out on the lord and it's just like she's super unapologetic in her faith and i was talking to her you guys are gonna love this so which this was a surprise to me. Um, I was talking to her and sh- and I asked her about a, a godly marketing plan. Like, I'm like, how do you put together a godly marketing plan? And she's like, girl, I don't market. And I'm like, you gotta be fronting because there is no way. Like, I'm like, you, she has a whole like 26 empires, books out the There's wazoo. No she has a whole conference, a whole, all this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, no way. And she's like, no, I really don't. I really don't. I just do what God tells me to do. And I'm like, wow. And it was just so, it was a switch for me because I was like, looking at the things at the doors that's opened for me that were from God, like, you know, getting to like interview certain people or getting to go and do certain internships or whatever. Like it wasn't because I marketed myself or proved anything. Like it was because God opened those doors. You know what I mean? Like if you look at your life, it's like, you know, I didn't really do much to deserve that. Like God just opened this door. And it's like that, like the most traction that I have gotten from um, like the podcast or anything like that, it's because of like doors that God has opened. Like Kenzie Elizabeth was like, hey, do you want to come do a takeover? Like be my first Mm. podcast takeover. And I'm like, what? Of course. Like 
I was like, why? Why? I don't know. I'm like, that's okay, amazing. Let's do it. And and I and I got so much traction from that. And again, that's not anything I could have done. Like, it's not anything that I could have marketed or whatever. And I'm like, okay, yeah. God, you know, I'm done trying to figure it out. You just do you, and I'll just whatever. So she Literally. said that, and I was like, wow, okay, that's something that I love. I'll probably still market a little bit because it's just in my blood. Um, but but you know, I'll just like God do. <laughs> do his thing but yeah she's amazing uh, i talked about on on our episode um you guys should try to chat with her um, you know maybe she's just you know whatever she'll just you know be on whatever podcast but um i don't know but she was talking <laughs> about like her daily routine and you know thing like what she can't go the day without mm. and you know obviously marketing and how she built an empire and all this stuff so it was really cool and she has um books as well which you know you might be able to get the same information from rather than going on my podcast but you can if you want um <laughs> I'm going to a podcast. Yeah, yeah no, people just came out today, podcast, so it's probably yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. But um, like. Really? I got something oh, to listen to yes, while I do some stats So, yeah. Um, but she's got books and stuff, too. Yeah. Her Instagram is, is popping all the time. So she's always doing stuff and traveling the world and <laughs> crazy. Oh, no. The second you mentioned her name, I already got her Instagram. I you are crazy. so mean. <laughs> yeah, I did. You are so mean. Oh, you that's, did? That's hilarious. Oh, my yes. goodness. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, See, my yes, phone, I'm, my oh my phone gosh, is what so we funny. have. Like, so, I'm looking yeah, at it. Yeah, so I definitely I look, look up it. to her. Um, I just love how unapologetic she is. And she's completely slowed down on the Lord. And she just says, what's biblical? Sometimes we can soften things a little bit. Like, we're like, well, you yeah. know, but she's just like, this is what we it can is. Really, and, you yeah. know, whatever. It's the gospel. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah. I really like that. Well, from all of that information, <laughs> we usually say, like, what advice would you give to your 18 year old self or your 20 year old okay. self? But from where you are now, I kind of want to know what advice would you give to your 15-year-old oh, okay. self and now to your yeah. 20 And to my 20-year-old self? Yeah. So you can start with 15, okay. then you can go to 20. Because, like, you can kind of see the growth or yeah. kind of a bit of a change. Okay, 15. Yeah. Oof. One, your friends are your future. Lord. Um, Your friends are your future. You were pretty before he told you. Honestly, mm. I think, too, like, I would go back and tell myself to spend time this is dumb probably but like spend more time with my parents I think like when we're at that age like we are just better and like our parents are embarrassing and like I was just like always butting heads with them I feel like because I was just like a horrible child and I would probably go back and like spend more time with them um spend more time with my grandparents I would respect my authority um because man I dishonored everybody but it was tragic. Um, but I think, honestly, I, w- I would probably focus more on my heart. I would tell myself how much Jesus loved me, uh, but I probably wouldn't have believed myself. I, I love how God, like, he is in the details, but he knows what we need to hear when we need to hear it. Like, I think I needed to still break a little bit more before, you know, before surrendering my life to God. And so it's like, you know, at, yeah. at, on some, you know, spectrum, like, I wouldn't rush anything at all. But at the same time, I, I would have told myself, like, my friends are my future or your friends of your future you don't have to sleep with any guy to feel worth or to be loved and yeah i think probably friends of your future is the biggest one because i think that who you surround yourself with is really really important and it can do either a lot of good or it can do a lot of damage oh and then my Mm, 20 year old self um Mm. 20 where was i 20 20 Oh, I think honestly, I would tell myself to start now. Like I would explore like what, <clears throat> like find out what I love. Like, I think I was still like in this place of like, Ooh. 
trying to, 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 to become like who I thought like the world wanted me to be like, Oh, she's going to be so like, you know, like I wish the podcast could see my yeah. gestures, but they can't. So like, she's got to be so like frilly yeah. and girly yeah. and like, you know, skinny and perfect and blah, 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 <laughs> whatever. And like, I like, she's got to be like, you know, mysterious, but like not too mm. mysterious. Like she's got to be like bubbly, but like kind of quiet, you know? And so like trying to figure mm. out like this balance between what everyone wanted me to be. And I think, um, I would just tell myself to go and like find out what I loved, um, to try new things, fail at things, succeed at things, see like what my hobby these were oh I think there were things on my heart that like I wanted to do or that I felt God put on my heart but I was like no like you know that's not me I need to I need to be like this before I do that and I think honestly like one of our biggest flaws like as people is like waiting for perfect scenarios and it's like if you wait until you're ready you're never gonna do it and so like I probably yes. honestly at 20 I was still in college so I would have like yeah. started a YouTube channel and like done, I love watching days of my life for college I'm like man I wish I could have done that and it's like but I had so much fear of what people thought of me that um I would have never stepped out and done that and so I think I would have really just been like start now explore um give yourself grace move forward allow yourself to mess up fail make mistakes um and honestly for some reason every time it's like don't focus on the boys like gee whiz you spend way too much time doing that and it's like Hey, oh girl yeah 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 and it's like why are we snapping i hope I they can't hear me snapping but I yeah but <laughs> i think every stage of life are like don't focus on the guys but then we still do and it's like geez so i don't know well good for you <laughs> i think i'm honestly done yes. i think no because my, my pastor i go to passion city in dc and my pastor was talking about yeah. how you should use your single period to yeah. focus on god and that you'll find as you're on your journey to God and to like you're in your Absolutely. faith. That's when you find people around you who are also on that journey. Absolutely. And like just God will yeah, make everything Yeah, and it's work. like, okay, so I'm so like honestly done. Into his DMs I really, I really me? am. But it's like, I, I was sitting on this panel just this past weekend. And the, <laughs> one of the questions that came through was like, how do you stay on track with God without being in a godly relationship? And I was like, excuse me? I was like, in what world do I need a man for that? Was, and so I was like, are people thinking this? Like, I'm what like, do you need? I'm like, you don't. I'm like, you don't. Of course, you know, we're better together. Like, of course, like we, you know, we are better with a help me. We can do more. Yes. Lack of better terms, damage like with a with a partner, with someone who's running the same race as us. But that should never deter from our yeah. relationship with God. Ex- with your yeah personal relationship, exactly. It's like you talked a lot about finding what you love. How did you find what you love? And have you ever seen it shift at any point of time? Or has it just been one certain thing for a straight period of time? Yeah, I think um, what's funny is like things that, I, that I'm that i doing now, like I think we all kind of have stuff that we love or that we were born inside us that we like that we love or we admire but we're always like oh no not me like that's not you know whatever like for me like when I was little I loved to sing I had a whole yeah. band I had a whole single and which was ridiculous it was hilarious as uh, like a four-year-old mm. or whatever but I mean I loved it I loved to sing but like as I grew up <laughs> it's like oh you know whatever that's just a whatever but that's something that god knew about me and that he loved that he that he loved because our passions aren't a coincidence you know god puts desires in our hearts like we're it's not a coincidence that you love to draw you know what i mean or a coincidence that you love to write it's like just take that gift and then shift it to glorify god 
And so it's funny because like just this past year, I started leading worship and I'm like, wow, God, you really used that, didn't you? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like he can take those loves and those desires and it's like things you can think are <laughs> just a hobby or whatever. And like they can be. Yeah. But but also it can be such an expression of God's goodness. Like even if it's like pottery or something, you know what I mean? Just like doing that is onto the Lord. Just like, you know, just finding God in that because he is in that. Yeah. He's in the creativity. He's so, he's so creative. He's a father. He is creativity. You know, it's like nothing is look yeah. at the world like it's like everything's so creative and, and intimate and and intricate and it's like so finding God in that and so for me honestly I actually wrote a blog post about this in like 2016 when I was you know like exploring and whatever um I just got out of a really it wasn't a bad relationship it was a really like intense relationship it was long and we thought we were gonna get married and we broke up and it was like my world is crashing like it was like I think I'm gonna die and so I didn't know who I was like I was like <laughs> I have no clue who I am and um so i was like all right i gotta figure something out because i'm completely lost and so for me it was dating myself honestly like i was like all right i'm just gonna date myself you know what i mean and so i started spending time mm. with myself i took myself to the movies and it's like the more time you it's like if you think about it we don't really spend that much time with ourselves because our minds are constantly distracted and it's like you learn about who you spend time yeah. with like you learn their likes their dislikes and it's the same same way with us because it's like even if we're just like in bed watching netflix or something like we're completely distracted um and we aren't really spend we aren't you know, self-analyzing or spending time with ourselves or yes. whatever. So for me, I went on a lot of walks. I, um, I started exploring things like, I don't, I don't I'm just like imagining myself. Cause I would like take my journal and just go on walks and just like, um, journal and talk with God um, and just do like weird stuff. I think I started exploring things on YouTube, hobbies, um, things like like flower crowns. Like I was like, do I like flower? It turns out I don't like flower crowns. And so I like I like made these flower crowns. I'm like, no, these are bad. And so I like, okay, I don't like that. You know what I mean? I'm like, am I that delicate girl? You know, and it's like, and I figured it out. And I'm like, no, I, I don't like this. And so I don't, I don't do it. You know what I mean? And so it's just like even little stupid stuff like that. It's like just spending, just being creative, spending yeah. time with yourself and being like, no, that was bad. Um, and just like, I don't know. So I think for me, it was just like dating myself, getting to know myself again, um, reading a lot, watching, um, or listening to sermons, um, going to conferences. I took a little weekend trip by myself. Um, geez. And just like asking God also, you know, just like being intentional with that. And so I think, yeah, just exploring in whatever way that looks like to you, just like walking around, looking at architecture. Do you like building? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like stuff like that. What stuff are you interested in? What ignites you? You know, it doesn't have to be the super yeah. mainstream thing. So I don't know. Unconventional, but. No, no, that was good. Wow. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. This is like the end. So uh, thank you so much for joining the you and i podcast we are so grateful yes, thank that you, you so much for having me talk to us and the listeners and to our listeners i hope you enjoyed and you got something from our conversation with mckaylin again this is an ongoing conversation with you so please feel free to leave comments and ideas and feedbacks under our latest instagram post at the you and i perfect thank you for listening and we'll see you during next week's episode i hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we would love to hear your thoughts what did you think? What was your favorite part of the episode? Leave your comments on our latest Insta post at the UNI podcast. We want to include you on this journey. Once again, thank you for listening and we'll see you during next week's episode. Have a wonderful week. Bye.